0: I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Ah,
1: uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, it is the AEW Dynamite After Show on AfterBuzz TV, and have we got a show for you. We got, what? we've Woo-woo. got tournaments. We've got. Bubbly, we've got it all, but before we get started, let me introduce to you the amazing crew that I get to work with today. First up, he is the law doctor and the international super
0: scout. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Roger
1: Corral.
0: Woo, woo. Guys, I, <laughs> I was told that only doctors can wear glasses and I forgot my glasses
2: you missed the memo <laughs> you missed
0: the memo dr jessica
1: <laughs> Get speaking it right. of doctors
0: that is right
1: next to him on the screen <laughs> she is the fashionista herself coming back ladies and gentlemen let's hear it for jessica o'connor
2: thanks guys i'm happy to be back and speaking of the runway i have a very special guest with me tonight she was once featured on our show
1: <laughs> it's
2: kiki and she just got fixed it's a little Kona kiki she's a star oh, kiki. Kiki. all oh, right she's kiki. gonna be a good kiki. host
1: kiki looking looking sharp i love the uh the uh formal wear by kiki there
2: it's uh, an elizabethan all- collar it's very in the season <laughs> And speaking of
1: Elizabethan callers, ladies and gentlemen, she is the indie darling herself.
3: Ladies and
1: gentlemen, let's hear it for Anissa Barr.
3: Hey, I'm excited to be back. Finally.
1: Hey, Lynn, he's not busy breaking down all the biggest movies Hollywood has to offer. He's in the booth producing. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Ryan. How you doing, Ryan? I'm oh. well. I'm well. And I'm just going to let you know, the NXT crew was, was talking some smack. Exactly. Not smackdown down, but Flobo's in the chat, and he's got some <laughs> things to say right now.
2: Flobito.
1: Flobito.com. Flobo.
0: Is Flobo still with <laughs> Oh. <Data>. shade.
1: <laughs> uh <laughs> uh speaking of still with after buzz i am your benevolent host fancy jack farmer oh, Woo! up and ready to go this is gonna be a fun episode i feel like we're just gonna let our hair down the hair that we haven't been able to get cut in so long speaking of your hair not getting cut in so long before the show started we had some some quarantine upkeep chat going on i don't know about you guys but this beard barely survived the morning. I can't stand it. I'm ready to get rid of it. How are you guys
0: maintaining so far? That's a that's a good beard, Jack. I like it. <laughs> are it. you
2: doing are you doing the thing where you're growing it out until we go back to work? Are you one of those?
1: That was the plan. I don't know if that's gonna <laughs> it
2: though. You're like, I don't want it to go down to my kneecaps, so probably not.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be looking like Brody Lee
0: here in a little bit. My hair's almost long enough to put in a bun. I'm excited about that. <laughs> Man yeah. buns are fun, I'm telling you. Yeah, Roger, you and I, we're going to have similar... You guys are starting to
2: look too. alike, and then me and Anisa are starting to look alike. I think <laughs> we've coming. been around each other for too long. We're just, like, osmosis-ing. We're together? <laughs> yeah.
0: too much. Uh,
1: yeah, you know, speaking of osmosis, how did you guys enjoy this show? This was uh, a little <laughs> bit of everything today.
3: Yeah, I mean, we got a little bit of new stuff we have some um, faces that we haven't seen in a while and then we have faces that we haven't actually seen at all but uh i really like that they're having their own crews uh standing by in the audience because we kind of need um a little bit of audience for in wrestling in general
0: i think we need a little bit of the bubbly is what we need guys and we got (laughs) a lot of it tonight and i was happy with that segment we got a lot of good stuff tonight so i was happy
2: I felt like there was a really good pace to this episode. You know, like that, I think that's definitely a challenge in this new coronavirus, you know, on a path. I don't even know the word yeah. you could call this, but it's hard to keep the energy up. It's hard to keep the episode moving like it usually does, but I felt like this one really flowed and it kept my attention the whole time. I was a big fan.
1: Yeah, it did a lot of things really, really well. Something I thought that it did well, that they've been doing well the past few weeks. Chris Jericho on commentary again, In incredibly incredibly entertaining i had a question for you guys and you know what i'm gonna go ahead and throw it to jessica and that is um (laughs) there's some differences in commentary types there's the excalibur type of commentary and then there's the tony Schiavone type of commentary and the difference is excalibur is a guy who always uses the exact like phrase and naming of the moves he'll say things like what a tope suicida from darby allen Versus Tony Savani who's very much more. Darby Allen jumped over the top rope and landed on a guy.
2: Yeah, Which do you
1: prefer? Do you prefer the person who just kind of says what happened, or do you like the the technical names in these?
2: You know what? I was gonna say Tony, like off the bat, just because I'm a noob and he speaks my language. You know, he makes yes. it more accessible for people like me. But at the same time, I do appreciate the terminology because then I get the opportunity to learn and I can identify and say, hey, this is this, this is that. So I think that's why there's such a little dynamic duo, because they balance each other out.
0: <laughs> Jessica, do you find yourself saying topa suicidas in casual conversation? I
2: say it in my sleep. <laughs>
3: I yeah. wake up, I'm like, this nope here?
2: It really <laughs> has been scaring my neighbors. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting hearing the different types of of commentary. I'm a commentary nerd, so I thought it really interesting hearing those different things. Um, but let's get let's get into the show. There was so much that happened, and right off the bat, we had a banger of a match: Darby Allen Cody for the right to face off for the TNT title. And I'm going to start off just by talking about the build of this, this little video they had. I thought these, the videos they do to build up these matches are so good. I I thought that at first they were doing these to fill time and to, to use up time since they don't want to use so much empty space in the arena. I think they should keep doing these forever, though. Anissa, how do you feel they did building up this match, just with that little video beforehand?
3: You know... I'm always the type of person where I like video packages. It really helps with um, building up the match. And especially if somebody who's watching uh, AEW for the first time, they're not familiar with what, what's going on and the way they edit it and, and just pretty much how they use each clip, it just amazes me. And um, for me, I, I thought this was a very, very successful uh, promo package for the match
1: um yeah i thought it was well done as well uh roger did you i feel like this should have been the main event do you how do you feel about them putting it this early this was the match i think a lot of people are looking forward to the most they start off the show with it i know this is probably one of those uh, you win either
0: way kind of questions but do you think this should have been the main event or was this better to open it up with this this match think it goes 50 50 because i think both matches had good lead-ups to it and like anissa said like i'm always down for a great video package i mean honestly do you see yourself ever seeing like a dr phil episode or a jerry springer episode without a good video package you know like that, that adds a lot. <laughs> and so i imagine i'm gonna
1: <laughs> say mari would be a very boring show if they're like if you had <laughs> nope
0: is he the father? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, close.
1: Thanks
2: for coming, guys. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you need the buildup. And I think That's both, of true. These, both of these matches true. have that. So I, I, I didn't mind the main event that we had, but I still think Cody is a real star of the company. So I, I think that would have been the preferred choice, to be honest.
1: Yeah, Cody made a comment during this video package before the match that it's ironic that he can't go for the world title, even though he did that to himself but is also the number one or the number one ranked wrestler He came out dressed in gold today however though Jessica you are the fashionista do you think this was intentional is Cody sending us a message draped in gold
2: you know what I didn't think of it that way but I enjoy that you did I like (laughs) that you were putting your your fashion cap on and yeah. Looking at the symbolism of it all, because we know wrestling loves to do that. And I think you could be right. Yeah.
1: It's a fashion beret, to be honest. But
2: oh. uh, <laughs> not um, even a cap, okay. No. <laughs> you know
0: I'm more of a, a, a moment- strawberry beret. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little little
1: prints there. Um so there's a moment here. I thought of you, Roger. I there's a moment here during this match. Uh Darby Allen is barreling towards Cody. Cody sidesteps, and Darby hits Brandy. Knocks her over. First off, not the most gentlemanly move of Cody to do, but later in the match, later in the match, Cody sat there, his belt in his hand, and he could have whipped Darby and gotten some revenge after that, but he chose not to. Roger, as a married man, (laughs) this (laughs) is (laughs) <laughs> Cody punk out a little bit here. He should have gone he should have gone for the, the hits, right?
0: Did he not stand up for his, his his wife? I mean, yeah, if anyone touches your lady, then hands have to come up. You know, that's the way it works. That's the way it works since like elementary school. Mm-hmm. If you have like your fifth yeah. grade girlfriend and someone dares talk to her, it happens, you know? It's gotta happen. It's <laughs> gotta it's <laughs> gotta happen. <laughs> the playground.
3: Well, well, well Darby know. Allen's uh wife was in the
1: Crowd. Wait, where Anything was she? That? <laughs> Wait,
3: she? Darby Allen's but, wife, Priscilla Kelly, was in the was on the was in the crowd.
1: Oh, yeah, was she? Cody didn't Cody didn't spear tackle her. I know, but I'm just saying, if something happens,
3: you know the white the, you know Darby's. You know, could we could too. we play devil's
2: advocate and say maybe he was just so caught up in the moment he didn't even look behind him. He didn't kno- know or or he caught red-handed.
1: Like
0: he I messed, messed dinner, Jessica.
2: <laughs> I, I am team team defend your wife but I'm saying is there any shadow of a doubt here or he was just screw you Brandy I'm in my <laughs> zone
1: look it's not just that he let it happen it's that he had his belt he was ready to deliver some vengeance and he didn't he let Aubrey take the belt away he didn't dish it out he didn't get some revenge and I think that was Cody maybe taking his foot off the pedal just a little bit
0: well the I question think is
1: what what would Brandy want? Um I've seen Brandy as part of the Nightmare Collective, and I think she would want Darby to get a touchdown. <laughs> <game>. That's, <laughs> That's a good point that I think is is the is the the rule. There. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we lost the, we lost the host. Uh, <laughs> did the right person win anissa was th- Should Cody have won here, or is this a moment for Darby to step up?
3: In my opinion, I think Darby should have won. Um, I don't, you know, I like Cody, Cody's great, you know, a big fan, but I feel that I don't want fans to think, oh, just cause he's part owner of the company, he's going to be the number one contender of this and that. And, um, unfortunately that will happen and, you know, obviously it's wrestling, but also I feel that with AEW, they're giving Darby Allen a lot of opportunities, being on AEW a lot than others which is great but for me I think Darby Allen should have won this because I feel that he has scratched and clawed for years and I think it's his time to become a champion.
1: I think that he definitely has some titles coming his way soon. Roger if someone had made a prediction bracket and put Darby Allen ahead here you would say that doesn't count against them, right? I mean, clearly Cody
0: just in, invoked the EVP clause and it wouldn't count as like an incorrect bracket, right? It wouldn't. It wouldn't. We were all allowed practice sheets. So I think that would mm-hmm. count as your practice sheet.
2: Oh, I, yeah. missed, I must so have missed that one. Yeah.
1: So it's fair. It's fair. I could still say my bracket is perfect. It's I think you would clearly. be accurate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's totally, totally fair. What is, where does Gar- Darby go from here, Roger? Does he have a a thing he can kind of phase into now? Is he's
0: kind of left left stranded, right? Yeah, but I think you need to accept your role. So I was kind of feeling like Jessica in the beginning. I mean, not just I was I was I was feeling like um, I was feeling like Darby belonged um, in the in the main event scene. I felt like he should have won. He had a great package, and Anissa made a good point. I feel like it's his time, but I feel like we keep saying that every time he faces one of these main eventers. And he keeps coming up short. So I think Darby mm-hmm. Allen needs to do something to change it up. You know, he lost against Cody back in January with the same move. I don't know if you guys remember, he pulled the coffin drop from the top rope. Yes,
2: row I thought that too.
0: With the same move, he was defeated the same way he got rolled up by Cody. So mm-hmm. obviously something in his repertoire is not working. And I think he needs to go back into his arsenal and do something about it. Think about what you've
2: done, Darby (laughs) Allen.
0: Well, that's
1: that's kind of leads to my question. Do you think that was intentional? Do you think because I've noticed he lost to to Cody with that coffin drop roll-up. Then he started using the new move, The Last Supper, which is that cool leg pin thing. And it's been working for him until he came back to the coffin drop today and it came back to bite him. Do you think that was an intentional move, like, as far as the storytelling, like, for us to see that maybe the coffin drop isn't working anymore? Or do you think that's just a that's just how it happened? uh, Maybe
2: it was intentional. Maybe this was supposed to be his move to make the crowd and himself realize that, like Roger was saying, he kind of needs to go back to the drawing board and, like, work on his moves, come up with something a little more original, something that the crowd and other wrestlers won't expect from him.
0: It's Uh, time to reinvent
2: the wheel. It's
0: time to (laughs) reinvent (laughs) that wheel. And there's nothing wrong with losing this way. You know, there's a lot of matches that end in a double pin type of fashion i was thinking back um the infamous bret hart uh stone cold match in 1996 survivor series and that ended in a double pin uh staying and the great muda back in 89 had a double pin you know it happens and in this instance it didn't turn into a double pin it turned into a victory for cody so yeah sometimes it's, the dice rolls that way
1: isn't that the dusty finish am i not am i not
0: mistaken that roger i feel like that's something you would know the Dusty Is that finish? What a dusty finish? That. i feel like that <laughs> i'm questioning myself now
1: yeah, I don't know. I, I'm sure there's. I'm sure the chat will get to us and say no, Jack the Dusty finish or something. I thought that was the Dusty finish when they both go for the pin, but only one of them gets it, or there's like a a thing like that. Um, I'm gonna go in with case, you got it, man. In any case, some that's not dusty, Some that never gets dusty, something that stays brand new all the time is what we in the industry call the live read and we haven't heard Jessica do it in quite some time Jessica can you tell everyone where they can find us and other shows like us
2: it would be my honor So thank you guys so much for watching us here at AfterBuzz TV. We love having you every single week. And we love being there or at home, whatever. We make it work as long as you guys keep watching. So we need you to subscribe. We need you to follow. We need you to tweet. We need you to Facebook. We need you to write handwritten mail. We don't care. Engage. (laughs) Help us out. Do whatever you can to keep AfterBuzz the amazing place that it is.
1: Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you guys. Uh, I also want to shout out to the chat. we got some of the, the usual folks. We've got Dylan Matthews. we got Joseph Boza, Switch fan, the wrestling hound. we also got a guy named Flobo Boyce. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Let me know. If I, if I got that wrong. <laughs> uh, uh, that was a good promo. We also had another interesting promo. Another interesting video promo. And it was from Jan Moxley. And uh, he said something interesting. Eight weeks ago, he won the title. Is it just me? Or does that feel like he won the title four years ago? How time has slowed
0: down, right? I feel like I've Uh, known you guys for like four years now. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like that was only eight weeks ago? Really? Yeah, no, there's no way. That doesn't add up. Uh, That's really not checking out.
1: No, but, but the story here is he said next week, AEW is coming to us live for the first time since all this shenanigans and hoopla and everything else started. And since all of the arenas cleared out for AEW, we're getting another live episode. And it was announced by your boy, Anissa. Tell us about this promo.
3: I wish I could, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> no, um... <laughs> No, I, I thought the promo was really well. Um, to be quite honest, when I was watching it, something happened and it went black it blacked out. But I was able you to miss the it. promo. <laughs> the 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 service <laughs> blanked. If, if something happened. So, but that's I was able perfect. to watch it. But of course, um, for me, I thought this promo was really good. I liked where he was. Obviously, that's in Vegas, but somewhere in Vegas, and it just really gives the authentic of where he's at, where he's from, just holding the title. Um, I really enjoyed the promo, you know, you know, it's typical for um,
1: Now, Roger, how do you feel about them going live again?
0: Do you, are you telling they to
1: keep taping? Um, how do you feel about this?
0: <laughs> this topic, it, 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 it's weird, man. I, mm-hmm. I've got, I mean, this turns into a whole political discussion. I feel like at some point, you know, people need to go out regardless, and as long as there's not going to be an actual cure for a while. So, you know, it's up to debate whether you feel like people should go out, whether you think we should do it in increments. Um, If everyone feels comfortable with doing it, and they take the proper precautions, then they're going to go ahead and do it, and then it's up to us whether, you know, we support it. So, I I don't know, man. On my my, my end, I, I don't see anything wrong with it, but... I completely understand anyone that does.
1: Yeah, I I take it under the – I just assume that they're doing everything they can to stay safe and testing all that and doing all that stuff. And under that assumption, I just allow myself to get all kinds of excited for live TV because that means we're going to see people we haven't seen in a while. We're going to see some people like Kaz facing off against Moxley next week. We're gonna to get to see some of the wrestlers that we haven't, haven't been around for a while. I'm guessing Scorpio Sky is gonna be around. I'm guessing we're gonna to get to see some more of like uh, the Jurassic Express. I'm guessing maybe Hangman Page will show up again. I don't know. It's gonna be incredibly fun. I am really not only am I excited to see it next week. I'm excited to talk about it next week. So that'll the, be a fun. Triángulo de la Muerte.
0: Huh? Tree- huh? oh my God. <laughs> I,
1: I hope. I hope we get that. Yes. I'm excited for them. Uh, You know who else I'm excited about? I'm (laughs) excited about a dude with some red hair, Lance Archer, taking on Dustin Rhodes in the finale of the night to see who goes on to face old Cody. Uh, This match was definitely the beef slap of the night. Two big old fellas. Throwing Love each other around, hard hitting. Uh, I think poor Dustin didn't allow enough time for his face paint to dry because it looked like it was dripping over into the other side of his face the whole time. Uh, Jessica, how'd you feel about these two big hand bones going at it?
2: <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie. I found the match a little bit slow just because mm-hmm. it was really hard for Dustin to get a hold of himself. and. I I thought it would have kind of been cool for it to be like a Rhodes Brothers match, but we have seen that before. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it would be as exciting as the match that they're giving us. So I'm happy with the result. And I thought it was good overall. Yeah, can't complain.
1: Anissa, how crazy
2: yeah, I have
1: to was it? With... Yeah. Go
3: ahead. Um, <laughs> I was going I to <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay anisa you you go you're tired <laughs> i was gonna uh, say i agree with jessica because we've already seen cody and dustin before and even though they made a classic match i feel that if they do this again the original classic ma- like i feel like they would want to talk that classic match they did at double or nothing and i i just feel that it should wait a, maybe two more years. They should go back and face each other. That's my opinion.
0: Wait, was that a Are double you... or nothing? Was that a year ago?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Time is double or nothing. Time. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I, I was saying to my, uh, I, was, I was chatting with my sisters earlier and I said, doesn't it feel like Christmas was four years ago?
2: Uh, <laughs> minimum. Absolute um, minimum. minimum.
1: At this point, so you might so... never have a Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> possible uh and you said what i was gonna ask uh how did you feel about lance archer walking on the ropes back flipping off the top of them and landing on poor dustin uh have you seen a big guy do a move like that in a while
3: well i mean the the, the only big guy that i ever seen walk ropes is the undertaker but um for this uh it was really interesting i mean a lot of it, it really it it surprises you. A lot of these athletes really surprise you because you don't think that they can do this because you're so used to, okay, Marco stunt. He's just a little guy, Scorpio guy. He's athletic. He's this type of uh, wrestler. He's a, a, you know, and then you got the Lucha brothers who are tag teams. And then, you know, just different people are, are used to their own different styles, but for him, it really blew my mind. And Hey, I mean, if you can do it, anybody else can do it.
1: I have a a, well I couldn't do it I I don't know
3: (laughs) why the
1: so I have I have a theory I have a theory I think Cody Rhodes uh, you know first off he doesn't defend his wife's honor he doesn't get revenge then something happened at the end of this match something happened they were going to throw in the towel his brother bloody all over the mat looking like he was about to pass away they're going to throw in the towel save his poor brother but what did Cody Rhodes do he comes down he says no you know why he said no I think it's because Cody is afraid of Lance Archer and he did not want his brother to lose because if his brother lost that meant he had to face the murder hawk Cody Rhodes calling you out I see through what you're doing you did not- didn't want to be in that situation, and you made your poor brother get his head slammed in the mat multiple times.
2: Jack, I mean, if it was your brother, would you be running in to defend him against that guy? He's pretty scary.
0: That's a good question. Mm-hmm. No, I would you be would-
3: in the building. <laughs> 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 Evacuate <laughs> the dance floor. <laughs> I like how so- I find it so interesting how Brandy broke kayfabe earlier in the match where she was hurt in pain, but when Dustin Rhodes came out, she was magically fine. You know, it was like she had a new uh,
1: outfit, even.
3: Yeah, like, you know, when it comes to certain things, I wish, certain, you know, they wouldn't break kayfabe like that. You, you know, just so maybe, maybe the
0: maybe the medical team is top notch at AEW, anisa Yeah. Maybe,
3: maybe, that, maybe that. Maybe, maybe that, that ice recovery. <laughs> maybe that ice is pick with pixie dust since they're in Florida. Maybe the doctor. <laughs>
1: Maybe the doctor that fixed her was the guy that Lance Archer threw out into the middle of the the, uh, entrance and walked over. That was
2: the doctor. How would you feel?
1: You're like, you know what? In the middle of this pandemic, I'm still gonna go to work. I'm gonna have a positive attitude. I'm gonna <laughs> make a difference. And then Lance Archer just beats the crap out of you on public TV and drags his feet over your body as he makes his way to the ring. <laughs> uh, oh, that's some funny. great commentary here. Again, I'm a big fan of commentary. During the match, uh, Lance Archer takes the turnbuckle pad off and Jericho says, Not a lot of rules in this tournament. And Tony just goes, Well. <laughs> 'cause there's supposed to be rules.
3: Uh, <laughs> I think we get it. <laughs> uh
1: Lance Archer, Cody Rhodes, who's winning that match? I'm going to leave it
0: open to the panel. Who do you think's winning? I I think it's time for Cody to Cody wants the belt. And I've told you this, I think there's been hints throughout the past year There's an evil side to Cody that we haven't seen because he's still living off of the people, but now there's no people in the audience, so now he could be himself. The true Cody can come out, and I think we're seeing shades of it. The true Cody that
1: doesn't defend his wife and tries to leave his brother hanging in the ring and won't throw in the towel. Uh, (laughs) Jessica, is Cody evil?
2: (laughs) I... I mean, evil's a strong word. Evil is is really, really intense. Maybe he's uh maybe he could be a little bit shady. <laughs> I, I'm going to say he's mostly good with a, with a dash of shade, Just a little is, shade.
1: Uh, is he going to beat Lance Archer?
2: I think so, but barely. I think it's going to be super dramatic and l- like down to the last second kind of thing. Really theatrical because that's how Cody is. And I think that the whole reason this TNT championship was created was so Cody could win. It's the loophole that I've been talking about. And I would love for me to be right. I, I that would that, be
1: great. Is this
3: the loophole? Yeah, Jessica's right. Woo! Where's Flobo? Flo yeah. <laughs> Where's the sign when we That's need like it? Great.
1: Who's this guy you keep talking about? <laughs> uh, one thing um i I know what it is it's not flobo you meant to say you meant to say bubbly bunch bubbly bunch was (laughs) one of the highlights of the show uh and look these things are great i love jericho and his glittery jacket working out uh but they have a manitoba melee on flim flam um anisa how do you feel about a manitoba melee do you think we, we should do one? Should we do a, an after-buzz? <laughs> after-buzz, <and> after-buzz?
3: <laughs> whatever floats your boat.
2: That would be fun. I would be down. Did you say whatever
0: sure. floats your boat? Whatever <laughs> floats <laughs>
1: your boat. Uh, I thought this was hilarious. I, I thought have- it was fun. I loved the special guests. It was... The whole time it was like, "Oh, this is fun. Oh, this is even funner. Oh my goodness, Lou Ferrigno with a taser of all things!"
2: Wait, wait, wait. Also, did we was was I losing my absolute mind, or was like the guy on the jet ski from Tiger King in this as well? (laughs) Did anybody else see him with the girls by the pool? That was him, right? Yes. Amazing
0: edition. Yeah, a lot of great cameos. I saw and I was like in his best life.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's he's doing well apparently.
0: Wait, that was the eye of the tiger guy, right?
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so anyway. I think.
1: He's I don't know anything about these people, but of all the people on Tiger King, that guy's
0: doing it right. (laughs) right. He rode off on a jet ski. That's a pool with a bunch of Into girls. Into the sunset, yeah. Guys, you uh, know, you know, Jericho's dad was in it as well. Yeah, no, he was born the uh, the, Jersey, the right? guy. Yeah.
2: Oh, that's yeah. cute. There's <laughs> I didn't also know that.
1: Um, a guy from Slipknot and uh, Guns and Roses in there too.
2: Gabriel uh, Iglesias, the
1: comedian. Who oh, like, was in that? <laughs> oh, Silent Bob Anyone was in Anyone else we're there? forgetting? Jay and Silent Bob were also in there. <laughs> I love the little touch that they took the music off for Silent Bob, by the way. Uh, uh, Jimmy Havoc. And I think, I think, Orange Cassie at one point got murdered by a chair. I think, uh, I think Trent at one point got murdered by being stomped onto chairs. And I think, uh, I think Chuck Taylor murdered Kip Sabian by pile driving him onto chairs. Uh, this had all the makings of an Anissa people get killed match. How'd you feel about this one, Anissa? An Anissa holiday.
3: An Anissa
1: holiday. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. This was like, wow, finally something happened. Somebody gets hurt by a chair. <laughs> but I don't, you know, I, I mean, I feel bad for all of them because those must those have hurt. I mean, you know. Good thing nothing happened to Penelope Ford because you know we must protect her at uh, all costs. Right. We, we must protect, protect Penelope Ford, <laughs> right? Yes.
1: right. Uh, um, how no,
3: guess- overall, how I felt about the match, I thought the match was great. Uh, I feel that they should do a continue a storyline with these guys. I feel that like there's a lot of potential. We don't really much see Jimmy Havoc on AEW, uh, like you know, on the main show. Um, but I feel that, um, they should totally do a, um, storyline between these guys. I feel like they all, they deserve a storyline because this not should, intense.
0: They should do a storyline with Jimmy Havoc where he needs friends. I feel like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. he needs best friends.
2: There, that could be good. It could be like a dark order thing, but he's recruiting a best friend.
3: <laughs> but he's like the email, email best friend where he's like, oh, the the email best friend. who would be his best friend?
1: He like takes different people on dates to like just see if they <laughs> they click. He's like him and Sean Spears hang out and he's like, "Hey Sean Spears, do you like rock and roll music or whatever?" Jimmy he has Hattica a British accent and
3: doing a British accent. "Do you like oh, rock and roll?" Oh, <laughs> do like
1: rock and roll, mate." "Right,
0: what's this then? You like" some? <laughs> and, and everyone recommends regular plans, like going to the movies and he recommends like eating tacks.
2: and getting know? tea. <laughs> Oh <laughs> you or oh, tags. Yeah. <laughs> Depends so, on the day <laughs>
1: yeah, So so that was, I thought that was a really fun uh, Anissa bingo match uh, And I thought everyone looked good I have a question about best friends though They win all the time They have great matches They're a good crew Roger why don't I take them seriously As contenders for the tag team titles That's our own problem Jack <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I can't imagine them, I can't imagine them getting into the top ech- echelon. I can't imagine getting past the, the Lucha Bros and the Young Bucks and SCU. But could they, it, it be, be they their they name? all the talent, but.
2: The best friends? I mean, I feel like that's not very menacing. And Trent, <laughs> we talked about how Trent is about just bad. I really think maybe it's yeah. like deep in your psyche. It's just the name. It's not tough enough.
0: I know, we need you, the nasty you, friends.
2: The horrible friends.
0: The, horrible <laughs> the nasty friends.
2: Worst <laughs> friends you've ever had.
0: <laughs> as as uh,
1: Jimmy is whispering, the Havoc friends.
2: <laughs> the Havoc <laughs> friends.
1: <laughs> uh, you know who else has some good friends? Britt Baker. Britt Baker has a makeup artist. Her name is Rebel, but she's posed <laughs> by Reba. <laughs> uh, is 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 Britt Baker one of the best things in wrestling right now, Jessica?
2: You know what? I was very anti-heel Britt Baker. She did not win me over literally until tonight. Like un- up until this point, I found her like really like unconvincing and I mean, she's definitely gotten better mm-hmm. over time, but from her debut to now, like she was really nervous and unconvincing, but tonight I thought she was so funny. I thought this bit was really good she was confident she was cute it was good yeah I really like this one but I thought it was almost a little bit too mean like when she was calling him fat and like a snaggle tooth and stuff I'm like oh my god if I was watching this of me on national television like he's a very good sport because she went in on him tonight like nothing was held back
0: Seriously, we're all in lockdown. And so Tony Savani's family is probably watching this at home.
2: <laughs> They're like, Dad?
1: <laughs> it's, they, she does such a good job, though, of like, making it feel just sincere enough and not over the top. And she had such a perfect like jerk boss attitude the whole time. Of like, mm-hmm. hey! If this is gonna be your, if I'm gonna help break you, then this is me your breaking moment. Then you need to do it my way. Yeah, uh, I need you to call me
2: Doctor Baker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, are you on board, Anissa, with a uh, with with this Brit Baker? Is she, she should she be like shot to the moon at this point?
3: Yeah, I mean, I like I like the way she's developing this character. Uh, like Jessica said, I wasn't really you know into the character in the beginning because I did, we, we didn't know what they were going to do with her but i feel that i'm giving more of a teenage rom-com uh mean girl vibe with Mm -hmm. with with brit baker um i feel like that's what she's giving and not in a bad way because you know that's what i you know that's how i feel but it's good to see rebel on tv man they should hire her (laughs) hey i remember last time she wrestled but i mean now she's Britt Baker's makeup artist but I. Really, it was really interesting that they were able to film where she works because obviously mm-hmm. we're where we are. But of course, your teeth are very important. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, uh yeah, I thought Rebel did a fantastic job. We shouldn't, we shouldn't bury that. I thought her little Definitely facial not. expressions, like when she's like, "Yeah, I love working with Brit, Doctor Britt Baker." Yeah. And she had, like a little facial, like, mm, like just lots of little. was t- actually really good, really good stuff there uh someone else who had another good showing Brody lee the exalted one of the dark order been kind of on a uh a squash tear lately kind of smashing some folks this time it was poor old marco stunt marco stunt with another great video to really build sympathy uh my question about Brody lee is he's unbeaten he seems to have big things coming his way i want to do a little reckless speculation and i'm going to go around the horn here and ask all of you who do you guys think is going to be the person to be the first person to beat Brody Lee?
2: Lance Archer.
0: Oh, Ooh, good, good oh, guess.
2: That's a good one.
0: I think only Brody Lee can defeat Brody Lee. <laughs> oh.
2: Does this mean he gets injured, or what is what does that <laughs> yeah. mean?
0: You know what that means.
1: <laughs> you know For what me- That's an that's a, that's a Twitter joke. <laughs>
0: I have Twitter jokes all day.
3: Yeah. Um, for me, Matt Hardy, because they both have superpowers. And we'll see who has who can defeat you.
1: <laughs> the answer is no one. The Dark Order is going to rule the day forever, because the oh. Dark Order is great. Um, we're <laughs> running out of time, so I want to go ahead and, and knock out a few quick things. Um, MJF video, great. Loved how he said that. Uh, he is so bummed out he doesn't get to perform in front of six or seven people. I forgot about Do we think MJ I think MJF's the next world title shot guy. What do you guys think is next when he finally comes back? We'll go to Jessica.
2: Um yeah, honestly, I I I think that's fair. I could see that for him. I don't have a really specific vision. I don't, you know, fall asleep dreaming up mjf's life but i think that's a good guess yeah
0: you don't i don't,
2: you don't? not recently no well, that's, on never, the, that's on the that's on schedule for next month
1: that's I my vision that board had, <laughs> another guy that had a cool video part two um that i think is another world champion guy someone who i think is a huge star waiting to happen Uh, Is Scorpio Sky. Uh, Anissa, this is another one of your guys. They've had two videos building him up specifically. I know he's part of SCU, but they've been really focusing on him. He doesn't say he just wants to be good or great. He wants to be a frickin' legend. He did not use the word frickin'. How do you feel? Do you think he's coming back to something huge? Do you think he's come back? Is this just promoting SCU? Anissa, what do you think about these promos?
3: I mean, I hope so. Um, I liked the video package. Uh, The way, when he said, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be the best. I want to be a legend. That really took me off guard because you don't really hear that. You always hear, I want to be the best. I want to be the best. But not everybody says, hey, I'm going to be, I want to be a legend. That's usually the fans that make you a legend. Mm-hmm. So for him to mm-hmm. say that is so interesting. But for me, it's nice, you know, we need Scorpio Sky. We are missing that part of SCU. And SCU needs to come back together and, you know, dominate the tag team division.
1: And Roger, I have a tough question for you. A tough one. Uh, I was born for this. Sean Spears, <laughs> Sean Spears had a match against Baron Black. He won with a new finisher, for the sharpshooter, which I think, To me, I always think when someone has a new finisher, it's a sign that they're about to get a big uh, push. So I think some big things are coming to to Sean Spears. But the the question I have for you, and again, this is a tough one. There's been a lot of local talent, as we'll call it, on these shows lately. A lot of them, a lot of people we don't see on the regular roster. Is there anyone that has stood out to you amongst these new names that you would like to see more of after
0: this? I'm snobby. So I, I, I do oh. <laughs> Ooh, I think you have to earn my attention. If I don't remember Musa, <laughs> Musa, no, if I if I don't remember you, then you obviously aren't important. So the minute that I do, ooh,
2: I you gotta get that Roger <laughs> well, I, stamp of approval.
0: I liked the few.
1: I like Musa. I like Musa's music too. Beast mode. Um, so yeah, we we're running out of time. So. I'm- <laughs> Sorry, everyone, we briefly lost connection, but we are back and we're rolling. It's the Elite of the Week. Starting at number five, we have Chris Jericho on commentary and the Bubbly Bunch, always bringing the entertainment, whether he's in the ring or out. At number four, we have Wardlow, who is on a string of crushes lately of, in a world with Luchasaurus and Jake Hager. He is still the biggest and the strongest, I think, in all of AEW. At number three, we got Cody. He's moving forward in the TNT tournament, and he's a surefire favorite to do well in that final match. At number two, we got Britt Baker. She is bringing so much entertainment every single time she's on. She's trending. She's hitting Cody with shoes from ringside. And at number one, we got Lance Archer. He won his match, and I think he's going to win the TNT title tournament at double or nothing. I think he's unstoppable. He's still unstoppable. He's going to continue to be unstoppable. And after all I've seen, I'm not going to tell him otherwise. Ladies and gentlemen, that is your Elite Elite of the Week. week. This was a tough one this week. Um, I didn't know who to put where. I feel like it's a wide open field. And next week's Elite of the Week is can't miss. So after that lineup, so people are definitely going to have to tune in, folks. Um, That's true. All that said, it's about time we go ahead and wrap it up. But before
0: we do, as always, Roger, let the people know where they can find you online. The people can find me on Twitter, Roger underscore Corral. And Jessica O'Connor.
2: You guys can find me on Twitter at Jay O'Connor with three N's on Instagram at Jessica O'Connor underscore. Thank you for Kiki at Sweet Baby <laughs>
3: Kiki underscore. Yay, Kiki and Anissa. can you gig. can follow me on all social media at Anissa Bar. Uh, like I mentioned a few weeks ago that I have a clothing line coming out, but it's not Ooh. Just for girls. So oh say love
1: that <laughs> i'm gonna wear it anyways and right guy <laughs> in the booth where can they find you online you can find me at ryan nelson on twitter r-y-n-i-l-s-e-n how about you mr farmer yeah you can find me at com as well as that real jack farmer across all social media you can also check me out on the aew social media scam every monday as well as the WWE Raw After Show every Monday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on AfterBuzz TV. Also, make sure to check me out with my boys, Logo Boys, who's been in the chat. Thank you so much for being a good sport, buddy. Uh, we do a show every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time called Wrestling With Your Questions. We answer whatever question you want. Could be wrestling, could be something else. Go ahead and hit us up on Twitter at RealJackFarmer, and we'll talk about it then folks it was great next week the live aew it's can't miss you gotta be there so until then do your best and be yourself
0: our founder kevin undergaro and me maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz tv remember we're not just the first we're the biggest in the world and we're the only destination for all your favorite tv shows whatever you crave we've got it so go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup